Hey guys, before I start this episode, I want to say this isn't one of our f- usual fanable sessions. This is actually a fan game. You see, every few months, there's a tier in our Patreon which allows some members of the Patreon to choose one of us to run a game for them. In this case, it was me playing uh, running Tiny Dungeons. We also record the session, and if we think it's a good fit for the podcast, we post it at some point in the future, this being that particular session. So I want to thank Zachary Wiggins, Daniel Anderlich, and Ernest Carafa for choosing me to run a game for them. Anyway, I want to thank the following Patreon listeners. Ethan Ferguson, Nielsen Harrow, Go313, Duck Moo, David Roberts, Matt Lowry, Rochelle Jackson, Kevin Smith, Memnachus, Matt Burr, Tom Bransfield, and David Alber. Thanks for helping these townies stop a leech god. Hello, interloper, or whatever your name is, whatever you're drawing, yada, yada, yada. Please, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay, there's the hiss. That's that's what I expect. Okay. The creature turns its head towards you and pulls back the hood, and you see what looks like just a completely blank face, except for, of course, the lamprey mouth over where a mouth should be. And you hear it go once again with a spittle at you. Oh, well, that's at least new. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanable.com podcast network, and I'm here to play a game of Tiny Dungeons with some fans of the podcast. Every three months or so, we invite uh, some fans of the... the. It's I've been in my house for seven days, and I already forgot what the tier is for you. What's the $10 tier again? Is it Jack Stallion? Uh, Jack Stallion, yes, thank you. I am very tired. Uh, <laughs> yes, the Jack Stallion level, it, and above are allowed to... Uh, to play it a, ga- a game run by one of us, and these lucky folks got to get game or unlucky got to run a game with me today. All right, so like I said, we're playing a game of tiny dungeons. So what I want you to do is, I'll, I was going to say go in a circle, but we're doing this online because of the Corona situation. I'm going to just say your name, and you're going to say who you are, uh, your character. And what are you currently doing in the town of Hazar, where you currently are? The town of Hazar is a relatively uh, largest town about, uh, for this setting, about three or 4,000 people. And the only thing of note is the Dagen Library, which is one of the biggest libraries in the area. And some say is where the, what the town was built around. And is also where a certain person's family works. So starting with Zachary Wiggins, tell me, uh, what are you doing in the town of Hazar tonight? Oh, well, um, I am currently going around scoping out possible uh, targets for some pickpocketing. And tell us about your character. Yeah, so my character, uh, her name is Naya. She is a goblin. um, And her family are jewelers in town. We just recently moved here. Um, No reason, just decided to move to this city. And um, generally, I go out and steal as much stuff as I can to resell at my parents' shop uh, while my brothers and sisters go out to the mines and try and find gems the legitimate way. Ernie, what are you doing in town tonight? Uh, currently, Gron is going through the bazaar, looking at the wares, trying to see if there's anything interesting he can pick up uh, with his uh, shop doing not the best He's trying to do a two-for-one on uh, everything he's doing with the adventuring, trying to find stuff for back home so he could hopefully go back to retirement. And Daniel, what are you doing tonight? 
I am playing Marinade, um, her uh, friendly witch who is in town primarily because of the library. Her real focus is the pursuit of gra- gaining more and more knowledge and thereby power. So Naya, you were actually uh, sneaking into the into the mansion of a Lord Treyer, a local lord uh, that is actually one particularly famous jeweler, some would say in competition with your family, and with a lot more connections, so he's able to get the choicest jobs. You're actually in the middle of his home, near the case of what looks like this beautiful, this beautiful uh, emerald, about almost the size of your fist. It's encased in some sort of uh, strange security lock, uh, basically like a, a crystal dome is across of it. You're going to have to pull it up, but you think there's some sort of magical trigger. What I need you to do is try to grab it, which is going to be... No, uh, I forgot to explain the rules of Tiny Dungeons. Uh, how many of you have played Tiny Dungeons or are aware of it? Aware of, but this is my first time playing it. Okay. Well, the main gist of this game is basically this game game is very simple. All rows are usually between one and three d6s. The standard is two d6. If you have a disadvantage, you have roll only one d6. If you have some sort of advantage, you roll three d6. And that's essentially, and if you get a five or a six on any of those dice, you succeed on your action. Simple as that. Anything else we'll explain along the way. So roll two d6 and see if you can grab that emerald without uh, setting off any alarms. I definitely set off the alarm. Okay. Uh, in that room, you gently, gently put your fingers underneath that crystal dome. Slowly, slowly raise it up. Grab that uh, emerald. Raise it up. And don't notice the low pressure plate under the emerald. And around you, you hear the sound of whining, of some magical alarm going off. As you t- quickly turn around, you, the door slams open and you see a guard. And as you're there wondering what you're going to do, there's a sudden flash coming, a a light that pulses through the windows. And you basically, for a second, you feel like you're going to pass out, but then there's a green glow from the emerald. And you open your eyes and you realize you're still awake, but that guard is now asleep. And as you go outside, you look around and the people that were walking down the street this night, all of them are also passed out. Cut to Rowan. The mark most markets aren't open, but there is a, there are a specialist few that if someone needs an emergency supplies or emergency tool, they're open for you. They're ready to help you out. And you're in front of a, a gentleman named Julep. He's one of your associates. He helps you out when he can, and he is and by help you helps you out. He mean I mean he basically haggles you to death for any particular item that you want because he's a friend and friends fight. So he's there talking about like so. So what what do you need again? Uh, if, if, if you got any, any spare iron bars or anything cheap. Cheap. What happened to that, uh, mission? What happened to your crew? I heard something about a portal opening or something. Uh, yeah. See, the issue wasn't the first portal. It was the three others. Oh, bad times. Bad yeah. times. Yeah. Uh, but good times were... A pitfall trap that had already had too many people fall on it before me. <laughs> you are a lucky man. So lucky you can give me the money I need. <sighs> yeah. Give me a haggle roll. Let's see if you can 
basically convince him to give you a deal on this. He's a friend. He sh- this should be fine. Yeah, he gives me the bestest prices, and by the bestest prices, I give him probably all the money in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, I failed that. Del- oh, uh, no, a no. Good old classic double one to start it off. Oh, wow. All right. Well, oh, this yeah, is, is there a um, critical fail or anything? Uh, there is no critical fail or anything like that in this case. <sighs> Okay, I mean I this. I mean, I can narrowly put narratively put one in if you're if you want. I mean, <laughs> if you're going to narratively do that every five minutes, yeah. <laughs> no, then uh, no. He's it, it's 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 bad. Uh, basically, he's some. It, you, you're not in a in the right way. Ever since those portals hit, like a stray a stray energy bolt hit from it, like kind of struck you in the side. So you've been kind of aching, not like just your usual old man aching, just like just. Something like like electrical flash that goes through you every once in a while, and as you're there and you're giving getting ready to give your giant bag of gold, there's a sudden flash of light outside. You close your eyes and you feel like you're about to pass out, and then suddenly there's a that electrical energy again from that previous portal goes courses through you, oh. and you open your eyes and you're awake. But your friend Julep is very very much asleep. He passed out right on top of his tools, and you look outside, and you see a bunch of people on the street. Asleep. Are the bars still there? Oh, it is still there. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> all right. Yeah, <laughs> that's all yours. Marinade. Yes. Oh. You were there, and you said you were in the library. Yes. Okay, you're in a library going through a book, and you hear the familiar whisperings of your spirit. What sort of relationship do you have to your dark spirit? Uh, it, it's actually something that kind of shifts. It goes back and forth between sort of a supportive friendship to patronage to antagonistic at times. The spirit is a, is a dark one and which is why it, she has onyx magic, but it's, it, it, it wants her to go darker than she goes typically. All right, then you still hear the familiar whisperings. Uh, every once in a while, trying to tug you in a particular uh, a particular book, usually of the types of uh, rituals that some would consider dark for various bloodletting reasons. Mm-hmm. And as you're there, you hear a, you hear the whispering get louder, and you suddenly see a dark like the, your vision goes dark as you feel. You suddenly realize you're for the first this is the first time this has ever happened. Your dark spirit envelops you, and even through the darkness, so you see a flash of light, but you feel protected. Mm. And then the light dissipates. And you hear what sounds like two people falling. You turn a corner around in your library and you see that your parents are very unconscious. So for me, it's probably quite obvious that something magical happened. Yep. And you do realize it was from outside. Mm. Okay. Yep. And, it, and as you uh, poke at your parents, they are definitely not waking up anytime soon. I uh, I kind of whisper back to in my head to Fasenla and said, "What's going on?" Portals, they're coming. This is their harvest. They who? The harvesters. Go outside, my apprentice. Okay. Well, the harvesting ones are the harvesters. That's that's lovely. That very helpful. Thank you. And I go outside to check. As you go outside, you do see several people uh, very much passed out. Sorry, as you go, all go traveling around wondering what's going on through city streets, I'm going to say that eventually you all uh, start meeting up with each other. 
I'm going to say, I'm going to roll randomly as you're cross, going around the street. Gron and Nia, how do you two meet each other? Um, I'm going to say probably stumbles across me, uh, maybe taking a couple things off of the uh, sleeping people in the streets. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Gorin would be, he's got his shield and sword out, kind of walking around because he's very suspicious, kind of ch- checking every corner stoutly, bustling around, trying to, you know, shake people. Like, oi, is everyone oh. drinking too much? Uh, uh, as far as you can tell, looking around, like everyone is fast, fast asleep. Hey, you over there. I didn't do it. Looks, looks all around. Uh, theft, not, not, not really worried about that right now. Do, do you have any idea? Any gestures to all the people? Uh, luck? Luck <laughs> I don't know uh, if you know what real luck is. <laughs> Thinking back to falling into a trap <laughs> to escape death. <laughs> Marinade. As you're walking through the streets, you hear the voice of your spirit again like, Other protected. This way. And oh. through a couple of streets, you notice. Oh, another one. Uh, oh, oh, oh. They... Okay, this is this is what you have to offer me. Okay, that's hello. So you're all awake as well, then? Yes, uh, it appears. Yeah, you don't sound very confident. Uh, I, st- I still haven't been pinched yet. I'm still shoving things into my pockets. So, <laughs> <laughs> and as that's happening, you. There's another flash of light, but you look uh, behind you at the, one of the outer edges of the city, and a giant pillar rises up, a pillar of pure, what looks like a dark uh, black light that slowly circles around, and you realize it's circling around the entire town. God damn it. That's not good. Phase one. Th- this, this, looks, this looks almost as bad as last time, probably worse. Oh, wait, hold. What? Last time this has happened before? Uh, less pillars, more portals. Um, more information? Or is this normal for you? Uh, but years ago. That was before I retired and came out of retirement. Okay. It was uh, a job gone wrong. Uh, bad memories. Probably not the best time for this. Probably should get moving. As far away from points to the giant pillars, that. Good idea. And I take off running. <laughs> you do so. so Where are you running so to? Jesus, you, said, you said the pillars are surrounding the city? Well, the, yeah, there's one pillar, but you realize it's starting to stretch around the entire town. Pretty quickly, okay. it's going, it starts to basically encase the town. Gotcha. And it's basically, as, as soon as it encircles the entire town, it closes up and it realizes there's a dark doom around the entire town. I come to a halt. <laughs> you aren't fast enough. <sighs> Not today, I guess. Marinade is just kind of strolling up to beat you very casually. You seem like you're a person with answers. Uh, I don't know about answers. Um, 
I have intuitions, but I, I know a trap that I'm stuck in when I see it. No point in running around. I wasn't running around. I was running in a straight line. Thank you. Yes, I, that, you're, you're correct. And as you're there discussing, there's a dot of light about 20 or so feet away from you suddenly appears. It's about the size of a finger. Turns about the size of a fist. Large rock. And then it, it flattens out and turns into what looks like just a flattened circle. And something small, maybe four or five, just maybe like four feet, but fully cloaked in a dark green cloak starts to step forward. But it looks like it's positioned away from you, so it's not staring at you as it walks out. Uh, Goron jumps to the side because portals scare him. Uh, Marinade is going to step to the side, like just a little bit outside of its eye line, but she's going to try to stay somewhere where she can keep a close eye on whatever it is that's coming out. Very good. And since it wasn't looking at you, you don't have to roll. As it basically goes to, it uh, looks around and seems to walk over several people. And then it begins to crouch down and taking some sort of, you can't really see from the angle, but it starts to draw something underground. That's never a good sign. Can I recognize it? Can Marinade recognize anything about what they're doing? I mean, it it definitely, if they're drawing something on the ground, that definitely speaks of magic, but is there anything she could recognize? Roll it. Okay. Let's see. (laughs) Two twos. I have no idea. You have no idea. What's Uh, going on? I I don't don't know. Uh, Groan's going to pull out a map. uh, His family background or his cartographers and he's mm-hmm. going to look at a map of the town and see if there's any significance of the spot that he can tell. Actually, that makes sense. I'll let you roll with advantage. Ooh, there we go. That's a six. Looking at that spot, you do know that this is uh, this fam- famous library. It's also famous as a mining town. And you do notice that a lot of the spots, as it grew, a lot of the mine, the, a lot of the mines just uh, sort of tapped out. But this spot right there, where his drawing or, or its drawing was one of the big, big, just had a ton of of uh, gems in it at the time. It was a big lodestone of material. It should be empty, as far as you know. And looking around, you do see that there would have been other. If that's the connection, there's other spots in the town where similar things might be happening. But that's the only thing you can think of. Well, either that that one is a fool or a genius, because what he's on top of should be a tapped out mine from years, years ago. I don't know. You, you're good at stealing. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how much more you can steal from the ground when it's gone. Uh, you'd be surprised what people look over. It's very strange. Where'd the other one go? Where did Marinade go? She just stepped off to the side and she's watching the, the two of them talk. Okay. And uh, she she's not that far from them, but she's not right next to them. Okay. Um, and she's looking at them and she makes like a, a waving motion with her hand and then puts her finger to her lips and then points in the direction of the one drawing. Uh, Nia points back 
and then points at the person drawing, as in, you go? Marinate sighs and uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> steps steps forward and says uh, says hello interloper whatever your name is whatever you're drawing yada 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 please you know. oh yeah okay there's the hiss that's that's what I expect okay the creature turns its head towards you and pulls back the hood. And you see what looks like just a completely blank face, except for, of course, the lamprey mouth over where a mouth should be. And you hear it go, once again, with a spittle <laughs> at you. Oh, well, that's at least new. Yep. And it takes out a knife. Okay. Uh, I guess this is initiative, or you're going to get us is- a, a... No, this is initiative. Okay, sounds good. Okay, so roll 2d6 uh, and add them together and tell me what your initiative is. Oh, come okay. on, you should roll better initiative than that. Seriously, every time in this game, my creatures always roll poor initiative. I don't know what it is. <laughs> every time. Uh, okay, uh, let's see here. Everyone? Uh, yeah, so I got a nine. Nine. Ron. Groin. Four. Naya. Five. Okay, Marinade, you go first. Okay. Um, I am going to use my first action to cast Blast. Roll it. Okay, I got a five and a one. All right. Uh, you blasted for one. It looks very hurt and very surprised because, you know, magic to the face. Yeah, yeah. And the magic when it comes out, like it's it's odd. Everything she does is kind of casual looking, even when she's doing something intense. So as she kind of blasts, it's more like a light hand movement that this black corrosive force comes out. Okay, Naya. Oh wow. Okay. Um, Naya's gonna peek around the corner and throw a throwing dagger at it. And even with three d six, that is a fail. <laughs> Uh, the throwing uh, throwing dagger uh, basically just whiffs past its head. It sort of twists it to the side. It barely noticed it. All, All right, right going. Going, seeing the uh, situation, is going to uh, charge right up to it and swing on down with it with his sword. All right. Uh, a five. A five? Five. And you have like a heavy mallet, right? Uh, this is just my sword. Oh, okay, that's fine. It's still enough damage. Basically, yeah. Uh, basically, with your five, you basically slash it across the throat and it just topples to the ground. And you notice a thick black blood coming out of his throat. Well, looks like we got a lot of information out of that one. And uh, I'm going to look through the body looking for any uh, any identifiers. You look through its pockets and do you do see what looks like various types of uh, what seems like random objects, uh, what looks like the eye of some creature, some sort of skin, uh, but also like some sort of strange uh, trinkets. And in the shape of what looks like, as far as you can tell, a leech, like a figurine of a leech, but made of some sort of metal. Hey, look, look at these over here. And uh, he's going to show all the eyeballs and stuff and then trinkets mixed in. <laughs> 
you seem to know about this. And just kind of motion it towards uh, Marinade. Yeah, I'm going to come over and take a look at that. Um, does the, the figure mean anything to me? I'm going to just give you this, because you have your dark spirit. He's going to, he's like, ah, Harvester, their god. Consume souls. Ah, so literally a soul sucker. Okay. Yeah, so uh, this is, uh, this thing's god it represents. Uh, these things are here apparently to feast on our souls. Um, is that portal still open, by the way? Wait, you, I feel like you said that very casually. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. That, that was way too casual for feeding on souls. The portal and, closed behind it. Okay. okay. And, and you were making fun of me when with the portals. What? Uh, well, something I should tell you. Uh, this spot, he's marking, abandoned mine mm-hmm. years ago. Is there something magical about empty mines? Naya, you do know that the emerald that you grasp in your hand, because you do some, did some research before you decided to steal the place, the emerald, like the mines famous here, were mainly for emeralds. And, that's, and you realize that emerald was what protected you. Well, um, as far as I'm aware, these mines mainly had emeralds in them, and... I mean, there was some green flash of light that protected me uh, when something bad, yeah, something bad happened. Do I know why the mines closed? You know, given that I've been in the library and researching most of my life. Give me a roll. Uh, No, that's not helpful. Four and a one, so no. The official story is that it was tapped out. Um, Naya's going to walk off to go pick up her dagger and in the process, um, maybe take a look at that, uh, emerald again. Okay. Uh, you look at that emerald again and you look, you didn't have really a chance to look at it because you were distracted by everyone fa- suddenly falling asleep, but there is a, in the right in the middle of the emerald, it should just be a pure green emerald, but it feels like you can see through it. And in the middle is some sort of uh, a strange ball of dark energy, the same color as the cloud around, as the dome around you. It seems to, it feels like it sucked in what f- that flash. Oh. Well, uh, guys. Maybe, okay, maybe I should show you this. And uh, Naya walks back and uh, shows them the emerald and relays that information. Merida arches an eyebrow and studies it. I don't, I don't really know much about it, but it doesn't seem... I don't know, maybe good, maybe bad. What do you, you're the magical-ish one, right? Well, I don't know what that symbol is that it was drawing, but if that's where the mine was and if emeralds are tied to it, it would seem to be that either the emeralds are important to it or either as something it can use or something it doesn't want anyone else to use. That would be my guess. Do you want to roll for it? Yeah, that'd be great. 
I'll uh, let you I know. Got a six, oh, six you succeed anyway. Very nice. Mm-hmm. From his description, it re- you realize that the flash was absorbed by the emerald. It mm. seems to absorb the energy. It's possible mm. that if you you put more of the dark energy, it'll absorb more. And more you think about it, you realize that the creature is a soul sucker, but it's usually individuals that it grabs a person, grabs their soul. What happens if you could do it to an entire town? Mm. I'm starting to think the gems under the town were uh, protecting it from uh, emotions to the dome from this. Um, or it's made the town a target. Uh, it's possible that these creatures could use the emeralds here to make themselves a little bit more productive in their assembly line of death. You know, um, why don't you hold this? Hmm. You, that's, yeah, you, that's fine. You can hold on sure. That. Happy to. And she just casually takes it, looks at it again, and then slips it into her pocket. We can use that later. Increase your power. Oh, yes. Yeah, I, I haven't forgotten. Um, any suggestions as to what to do um, next? Or do you just want to give me sort of a running commentary? I feel apprentices learn best by doing. Right. Running commentary. That's great. Well, uh, I don't know if there's any other portals opening just yet, but uh, we might as well wander around and look for them. And if nothing else, uh, there's nobody tending the taps at the tavern if we need to stop by there. Well, uh, I suggest we go to these other mine points. I, we probably will find more, and I can kick the corpse of these friendly fellows. Hmm. Are you aware of where the other mine points are? Uh, I mark you them would. on the map. You would. Okay. Well, then, that sounds like an excellent lead. Um, lead the way. What did you say your name was again? Ah, uh, Groen. Okay, excellent. I'm Marinade. Um, have a, go ahead, lead the way. Please lead the way. Ha ha. He's walking forward with the map in one hand, sword raised in the other. Ha ha. Yep. And you start going forward, and you're looking at the various points. As you go to a few of those points, you realize that the symbol is already complete. No sign of one of those little creatures. Until you uh, turn a corner, and you do spy uh, one of those creatures finishing up. I give a. Hand signal, like, whoa. point point down the alleyway towards one. And I go. Marinade kind of whispers to, whispers quietly, like, is it safe to say that we don't need to talk to this one? Does that mean I can use this? And I pull out the giant two-handed anvil hammer on my back. Have at it. Uh, eh, he's going gonna- to... Yeah, he's going to attempt to pretend he's going to sneak for like, you know, like the first like four steps, <laughs> but then his armor just clink clinks and he's like, ah, see, I tried. And then he runs. <laughs> All right. Well, so no sell. So roll initiative. Okay. Ooh, nice. Ooh, yeah. Six. I got a oh, and 12 five. total. Yeah. Nice. And Mia has a 10 total. Very nice. And that will be 11 total. 
Why is it that... Oh, actually, that's not too bad. All right. Uh, you see Grown rushing over there, but Marinade, you go first. Okay. Um, why, why change a strategy that seems to be working so far? Um, she is going to twitch her hand, and that black force of blast is going to shoot out towards it. Let's see. I got a six and a four. You blast it to the side, and it and it looks again very surprised by your magic, and starts to screech loudly. All right, uh, Nia. You just had a question. Do we sure. have two turns per action? Or oh, right, yes. Yeah, sorry, I completely forgot. Everyone has two turns per action. Uh, sorry, okay. two, two actions per turn. I completely forgot okay. about that very simple rule in this very simple game because I am very tired, but I apologize. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, so everyone has two actions. Let me go over. Okay, let me start from the beginning here. Everyone, every turn, everyone has two actions. You can attack, you can move. You can mm-hmm. also, if you wish, uh, use one of your actions to focus, which means your next action after that focus will succeed on a three, uh, four, five, or six instead of just a five or a six. You can also choose mm. to use one of your actions to evade, which means until the, your turn comes around again, any, every time anyone hits you, you get you get to roll a 1d6, and if you succeed, you're able to dodge the blow. Goblins, Nia, uh, get that automatically. Yes. So you don't have mm. to worry about that. And again, I'm sorry, so I'm going to reset everything, the comment again in my mind to have two actions, to basically for two actions. And again, I apologize for completely forgetting that. Uh, so yeah, but marinade, that happens. So what's your second action? Uh, so what is the surrounding area? Is there anything that's sort of sitting loose, like an item that would be less heavy or the same weight as me? Oh yeah. Uh, there's a couple of, uh, tables because you're near the tavern district, a couple of tables, mm-hmm. a couple of, uh, uh, a few people with like uh, some sort of uh, kegs near them as well as a couple of tankards. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's going to kind of look to, uh, one of those one of those uh, tankards or keg or whatever, and uh, she is going to have her, her lip is going to twitch up in a little spurk, and she is going to kind of arch her other eyebrow, and she is, it is going to come up into the air, and she is going to attempt to hurl it at the creature. It misses. Yep. <laughs> Yep, the giant keg, like, the first blast shocked it, the second, and basically noticed the keg coming in and was able to duck under it, and you notice as a keg slams against the wall and a huge pile of just perfectly serviceable beer is just destroyed. Like, just just flows like a flood down the, ba- down the road. All right, Nia. All right, um, so how, how far away was that completed uh, circle or um, drawing on the ground? Uh, I would say it's about 20 feet away from you. 20 feet away? And is it within sight of the creature as well? Yes. Okay. So for my first action, I'm going to run over to that symbol and essentially just do a sliding Mm -hmm. stop to uh, Mm -hmm. kind of erase it from the ground. And then when I stop, turn and throw a dagger. Interesting. For your move action, I'm going to want you to roll to see if you're able to do it, to able to slide right on top of it just right. Okay. So So it's going to be... I do have fleet of foot, which gives me advantage when running. Oh, Would that count? That counts. So 3d6, yeah. All right. Nice. That is a six and a six and something else. A two. Yeah, you, wow. you baseball slide across that symbol and you see it just erase. All right. And there's, there seems to be like an energy, poof, but that just dissipates. And you hear this creature screech in anger. And your second action. All right. I'll throw a uh, throwing dagger at it. Mm-hmm. 
And that's a triple six. So describe to me how exactly your dagger kills this thing. Uh, it, so it, you said it has a lamprey-like mouth? Yes. It definitely just goes sh- straight down Oof. the center of the mouth, yeah. Yeah, it goes straight to the side, and you see the, the pointed edge, like most of the dagger come out the other side, and it topples to the ground. And just when Groan was about to bash in the skull. He just keeps running right, th- right, right through it. <laughs> as it kind of falls, just kind of bull rushing it, the body yeah. as it falls. Ah! Sorry, Groan. Can you grab my dagger, please? <laughs> Walks I, I think you got it, dear. <laughs> Groan's going to walk walk over to the, you know, uh, slid and like smeared symbol and just kind of, again, line it up with the uh, map and such, making sure it all, it's all going how he assumes it's going yeah. And as you look at yeah, that's definitely one of the spots where there was supposed to be a mother load of those emeralds. And as you're there staring at it, you notice uh, what looks like a small point of light, dark light that slowly starts to grow, like the other portal appearing behind you. Uh, uh, portals, more portals. Get ready. Uh, Are you right. guys attempting to hide or what? Yeah. Okay. Um- uh, Groen's gonna get right behind the portal, so like the opposite side of where the, the it looks like the thing's gonna come out. Okay, Neo. Uh, Neo was gonna start running directly at it, um, mm. but she notices the other two kind of hiding and just kind of stumbles to a stop in the middle of the street, <laughs> unsure of oh. what to do. Okay, then as the portal uh, fully opens this time, and you first you do see uh. A figure, a figure that seems to be about 10 feet tall, a same lamprey head, but much more muscular. But uh, unlike the other creature, it doesn't have the cloak on. It it seems to be uh, wearing some sort of a strange uh, pants, uh, the shirt that barely covers its massive muscles. But it it looks like a lamprey creature. That skin looks very, very slick. Its hands, clawed hands, as it slowly pops its head in and looks and looks directly at Nia. Help. Uh, Roll for initiative. <laughs> and you do see as it steps through, two others of those creatures in cloaks step out behind it. Oh, boy. <laughs> That'll be a big seven. Mm-hmm. Five. A nine for Nia. Oh, come on, guys. Really? Oh, God damn it. No, I'm not angry. It's fine. Grown was yours? Seven. Seven and marinade? Five. Five. You'd be happy to know you're still at the lowest uh, initiative because every time I play this game, my initiative is always terrible. Nia, you go first. Okay. Uh, Nia is absolutely terrified and is going to book it away. Um, okay. That's your movement. That's my movement. Yeah. Um, okay. And then I can move up to 30 feet because of fleet of foot. Yep. And then I'll turn and throw a dagger at the, we'll say the little one, actually. Okay, roll so it. one on the left side, I guess. And that is a, I got one five. One five. That succeeds. You take, it, You basically, it goes into its shoulder. It looks very annoyed and hurt. All right, that's me. All right. So, Gron, Gron, Gron. Uh, Groan's gonna go up right behind the big guy, you know, uh, emerging from behind him from the portal and take a 
big swing with his uh, anvil hammer to his ankle. Do it. is a six yeah all right yeah you you basically hit it in the back of the knee and it and it look it's it looks kind of hurt but more angry as it's twists his head 180 degrees to look at you hmm maybe that wasn't the best idea okay uh one of the let's see here the two creatures and marinade go first marinade since you're a pc you go before them what are you gonna do so I guess this 10-foot-tall creature, um, she is going to first cast Blast again. Uh, she's got a 6 and a 3. That succeeds. And then she is going to cast Shield. Very nice. Okay, and now the two creatures. Uh, one of them is going to... Let's see, the two tiny creatures. Uh, let's see, Neo, you just ran away. Yes. Uh, well, not right away, but you put a safe distance between you two, which is smart. So I'm going to say that at least these particular creatures are going to... You know, I'm going to attempt something with this guy, because I can. Uh, one second. You see the one creature aim towards one creature... Uh, Run towards uh, Marinade and basically try to b- try to stab it with one of its curved daggers. That is a six. And what exactly does a shield do? Um, it gives me the evade at with the two uh, d six test. All right, roll it. If you're able to dodge out of the way of this blow, uh, I got a six and a one. Uh, the dagger goes across your shield. No effect. The other one is going to turn his head towards you, Nia. You, you feel its stomach, ex- you see its stomach expand and it quickly contract, and a sort of like black spear comes out of its lamprey mouth towards you. Oh no. Yep, that's now it's going to try to attack, but you get a chance to evade, but first, let's see if it hits you in the first place. Oh, that is a five. All right, trying to evade. Yep. That's a three. All right, you take one damage as it spears you in the shoulder. All right. And now, big guy. Looking down upon the guy that hurt it, first is going to punch. Tr- is going to first uh, punch you with one hit. Let's see here. The first hit misses as basically stomps on the ground. St- stomp, ah, you stomps on the ground right next to you. And the second blow. Uh, let's see here. Oh, looks like it hits. And basically, it sort of slaps you side with his massive fist, and you realize that there are spikes coming out of its knuckles, and you take two damage. Ooh. As it hits you to the side. Right to my armor. Yep. All right. Top of the round. Marinade. Oh, sorry. Uh, Nia. Um, so which one did I hit with the dagger? Was that the one that threw the spear or the one that attacked Marinade? The one that threw the spear. The one that threw the spear. Okay. Against my better judgment, uh, Nia is actually going to throw a dagger at the one that's attacking uh, Marinade. Okay. Mm. Roll it. And that's one five. Okay, yeah. Uh, you cause it one damage, and it looks very annoyed at you, but it's still focusing on Marinade. Your second right. action? Um, and you can attack twice, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take out another throwing knife, so I'm, this will put me down to two after I throw this one, um, and throw it at the same one. Mm-hmm. That's one six. 
Okay. Uh, yeah, the one that was taking Marinade uh, takes a dagger to the head and falls to the ground in front of her. Hmm. All right. Thank you. No problem. Get the other one. Grown. Uh, seeing his uh, prior feeble attempt with a good hit on the big one doing nothing, uh, he's going to turn his attention to the last uh, smaller one, and he's going to well move move an attack. So good old charge with his hammer. Mm-hmm. And that's a five. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, your hammer does two damage, right? Because it's a heavy weapon? Uh, I think. You, you, I've never played this game before. <laughs> it yeah, is a heavy just, weapon, yes. Yeah, so you it, t- it does two damage, so yeah, easily crushes. And actually, you would have done more damage to the big guy. One second. Yeah, you would have done more damage to the big guy, so there we go. It looks very hurt and very annoyed. But yeah, the creature, you crush its skull in, and it slams to the ground. Now, Maridade, there's just a big guy left. Okay, well then, in that case, it's going to be Blast again. All right. And Blast misses. Okay, first action. And, oh, well, yeah, then I'll just do Blast again. Okay. Why the hell not? Uh, six. Okay, yeah, you definitely blast it, and it takes more damage. It looks hurt and annoyed. Okay, it's go. It's going to look at the situation, and it's going to try to aim for the... It's going to try to move towards the... uh, But through the now still open portal. I'm going to get you... Give you all one free action. Just try to stop it if you wish to. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Swinging, swinging on it. Okay. Take that six. All right. There's one damage. It looks very hurt. I like three dice. <laughs> Marinade um, or Nia? I was going. Is there uh, another symbol on the ground that's opening that portal? No, that would that was smudged by you. Remember? Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. I guess I'll I'll throw another one of my daggers at it. Okay. Or actually. Yeah, I'm tiny. I'm not going to be able to stop it otherwise. So, yeah, I'll throw a dagger at it. All right. And that is a six. All right. Uh, you s- basically hit it to the side. It falls to its knees, but it's not cr- then it, it crawls for a second and it just topples to the ground. The front half in uh, inside the portal, the, the bottom half outside the portal. And you realize this portal is trying to close. And it's tightening around the creature. And you hear the, the sound of what looks like bones breaking slowly. Oh, this will be fun. Oh, oh. I get behind something. I'll let you give me a dodge roll. Two. Two dice. Nope. Uh, six and a one. He's growing stands there with his arms at his sides, waiting for the burst of gore. Me, I got Everyone five. who fails is just, just gore. Just gore everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, this will wake you up. If nothing else, he looks around. Everyone's still asleep. Really? <laughs> you you have intestine on you, and you know what's in those, right? Uh, My dagger? <laughs> oh, right. Your dagger. Let's see if it, which half of it had, uh, let's see. I'm going to roll for it. Sorry, you lost your dagger. It's in the uh, portal. No. <laughs> uh, you don't want me to tell you what's hanging from your hair. <sighs> I guess, uh, anybody seen my other daggers? I could, uh, I'm, I'm running a little low, so I could really use those. Yeah, there might be some on the bodies of, uh, these things. Uh, you're, you're worried about your daggers, and he points to the, uh, which half did we get? The bottom half. He points to the bottom half of, 
uh, see, I wasn't as afraid when little squishy guys were coming through. But this guy, this is only round two. Oh, well, I mean, I, I trust me, I didn't say I wasn't afraid, but I uh, kind of need something to defend myself at least. I feel like we're going to need something more than even my hammer soon. And as you're there talking to each other, you do notice another pure pillar of dark light from a little familiar part of the city, uh, cert- the center of the city, one would say, a certain library. Oh, great. Oh, shit. Hey, everybody. This is Billy from Fandible Podcasting Network. Thank you so much for listening. We loved having you here. If you want to follow more of Fandible's crazy hijinks, go to our Twitter or Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at Fandible or at Facebook at Fandible. I know. We're creative like that. If you would like to do more and support us, please feel free to go to our Patreon and donate. Uh, Your donations help us go to cons, buy materials, and just keep our radio equipment working. Thank you so much, and remember, the Ink Monster wants to eat you!